Hey, what's up, guys? My name is Brian Welch. I play in a band called Corn and another band called Love and Death. And thank you for listening to the Kingdom Core podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the Kingdom Core podcast. It's Sean, and I've got Chris here with me. And Chris, they can't hear a wave. <laughs> I was, I thought you were just going to go into the flow. Of things. Oh, I, it's all good, man. It's all good. We're leaving this in. That was too good. Right. Chris just waved on camera. Flash peace sign, you know. <laughs> all right. So uh, thanks, guys, for tuning in. Uh, today we have a very special episode. I feel like we're saying that every episode, but today no, this, it, this is a special, special one, and it's different than usual, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, just in the fact that we focused more on what's going on with uh, our two guests. Uh, Chris, would you like to tell them who is on our podcast? I mean, they already know because they clicked to listen. Yeah, you uh, saw the title. But <laughs> yes. guys, we had Brian Head Welch from Corn and Love and Death, as well as Tommy Green formerly of Sleeping Giant, currently of Holy Name. Uh, two, two crazy guests to have here on the podcast with us, and we were so happy and blessed that they would come on here and chat with us. And uh, I think you guys are in store for, for a very <laughs> special conversation. So uh, there's, there's a lot to get into. We dive into that right away. But first, guys, we just want to let you know, go download pivot that's p-y-v-o-t-t uh it's a new social media app uh you can probably download it on the the google play store or i think the ios the apple store on your devices and it's it's a cool new platform and tommy talks a little bit more about it but the big thing right now is that pivot's actually partnering with tommy's uh, ministry i run against traffic and uh, for every download that the app gets until January 11th, January 11th, they will actually donate a dollar uh, for every download to Tommy's Foundation. So definitely go do that. It's a huge, huge deal. And go check it out. It's an awesome social media platform that uh, is not algorithm based in the same way that like Facebook or Instagram or TikTok, all those ones are. So it's definitely going to be interesting to check out. I can't access it yet in Canada, but uh, Tommy does mention that in February, um, a bunch of other countries outside of the U.S. will be getting it soon. So Definitely. And uh, we wanted to ask you real quick before we get into the episode, if you guys are listening to this on Apple Music or now on Spotify, uh, Spotify, please leave us a five-star rating. Uh, Apple has always had ratings where you could mm-hmm. leave a uh, five stars and then write a review. Spotify now has implemented a star system. I don't think you can write a review yet, but please, 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 if you like this podcast and you want to push it out to more people on Spotify, rate this five stars and we'd really appreciate it. Uh, we yes, have Patreon so links down in the description for all of that. And uh, with that, let's get into our interview with Tommy Green and Brian Welsh. It's so wild. Like I, anyways, I, a lot of times with stuff like this, I feel like I'm kind of just like, I land, I sort of follow whatever seems to be happening. And my, mm-hmm. one of my oldest friends is having a birthday party. And so my homie, Eric, that played guitar and sleeping giant came and picked me up 
And then we drove to the spot in LA and he's like, it's for, it's for Keller's birthday. So he just went in. I'm like, let me sit in your car. And he's like, okay. <laughs> so anyway, so I don't want to be like a, I'm trying to be like a complete jerk to my homies. And I'm like, I've got to do this podcast. It's very important. And they're like, okay. So I'm just sitting in their car. So half hour is awesome. <laughs> oh, so thank you, man. That, that really yeah. means a lot. No, that really thank does. You for, thanks for taking the time to, um, help promote this. It's super oh, yeah. awesome. So, and no. Chris, thanks so much for your reaction videos, bro. Like I've been. <laughs> Like, no joke, like, me and Joey have been, I've just been really encouraged, and thanks for not being super mean about it. Oh, no. <laughs> like, like, no joke, I'm just like, oh, God. So, Chrissy Green, like, Chrissy Green will be hanging out with me, and, like, we're, I'm like, oh, okay, there's a reaction video. She's like, really? And I never watched them with SG, like, ever, ever. Yeah. And so I watched them and she's like, those are good. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, I feel like every time, like I'm just waiting for the hammer of like, I don't know. Anyways, it's cool. Thank yeah. you. Thanks, no, for, thanks, for, thanks Thank for, you. for caring about Holy Name. I really appreciate it. It's tight. Yeah, man. I've been loving it. That's tight. <laughs> yeah. so anyway, and, uh, sorry. Waiting for that. Br- waiting for Brian Welch. Yes. Last time we did a podcast together, he had like a really good hoodie, but then like bright red plaid Christmas pajama pants on. I so I am I'm excited to see <laughs> what he's wearing this time. Yeah, I'm excited to see how he shows up on this one. This will that be pretty tight. When I got to my hotel, I was like, dude, I think I could still maybe make it because I was just chilling. Mm. But at that point we were already pretty committed. So now I'm sitting now I'm sitting in a Nissan Ultima like in the middle of Hollywood. Like what? Oh <laughs> nice. Make sure to lock your That's doors, awesome. dude. LA is dude. ruthless. It's no joke right yeah. now. Man. I'm down in the OC. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's tight. I actually so. was nervous. I, I was, wasn't was going to get back home in time because I uh, I had to go pick up my wife from work, like, literally just half an hour ago. She was off. And I wow. went outside, and uh, my car was frozen shut. <laughs> no. So I had to run back inside. I'm like, I'm grabbing a hot cup of water, and I'm just dumping it on my key to get in. And then. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> That's Where bad. are you at, Chris? Um, I'm on Vancouver Island, British Columbia. That's tight. Is it beautiful? Yes. I've never been. We were going to take the ferry there. I used to live in Washington State before I moved to Salt Lake. Like, oh, sick. When I was in like um, late <laughs> elementary, junior high. Oh, look at this guy. <laughs> What's up, dude? How's it going? Chilling. How you guys doing? Pretty good. Doing well. Nice to meet you. I'm Sean. Hey, Sean, Brian, Chris, Chris, nice Chris you, and Sean. Awesome. Yeah. What's your name, Tim? Who, <laughs> <laughs> me? Timmy yeah. Vivit. Yeah, my name's, <laughs> my name's Tim. Tim Violet, I'm here right? with these guys. It's a school project. Tim, Tim Violet. Violet. Yeah, uh, they're doing a project for their, their sophomore uh, communications class there. Uh, Bran, I wanted to see if you could maybe play some rock music for them. For our eighth eighth grade class, we got coming in. You want to do that? It'd be awesome. a good project for him. I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. It's tight. It's tight. What's up, man? Hi. What? Hey, do you got your? You have your pajama pants on again? Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love I that. Him. That is great. I told, nice. I told him. I was like, man, I'm hoping he wears his Christmas pajama pants because. I do, I do. I've been in my house. Wait, doing... wait. I'm sorry. Christmas. Which one? Oh yeah. Let me see. There they are. Your, is your, are your socks labeled? Did I see an L on one of them? <laughs> <laughs> That's it, right. 
I don't think so. Was Tommy or me? No. Okay. You did I? Were they labeled? I maybe no. maybe my screen. Okay, Even I thought I saw a big L. So tight. Even I know what's left and right. Well. <laughs> Well, thank you guys for being here. Uh, we're really excited to have you. It's an honor to have you on the podcast. Um, would you mind telling those who are listening um, what you guys are doing on here, uh, what you guys are doing together with uh, with this Pivot app, and just uh, letting people know about the promotion going on? Tommy, yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, I'll let I'll let Brian at some at some point here talk about it a little bit. The first thing I would say before we get into it is, everybody, please stop what you're doing. Go to the App Store and download the free Pivot app and put it on your phone. Um, what we're doing on this podcast is promoting Run Against Traffic, which is our nonprofit organization that's dedicated to providing resources for long-term aftercare. So it's really sexy to say that we save souls, but the long-term process of putting people's lives back together, it takes a lifetime sometimes, and it mm-hmm. takes patience and time and resources. So um, we were approached, Run Against Traffic was approached by a brand new social media app. It's trying to upset the current algorithm, do things a little differently. And they said, for every free download of your app, we're going to donate a dollar to the Run Against Traffic Foundation because we want social media to be used for good and not evil. And we want to take a stand against some of these other guys. What we're doing on this podcast is you guys have given us the opportunity and Brian um, he's just been a homie for a while. And so he just, he's sort of lending his voice to this campaign because by just putting a free app on your phone, you're partnering with us and you're standing for the survivors of human trafficking and you're helping to p- potentially build a better future. Um, so stop what you're doing. Please go to the app store, download the free app on your phone and then tell all your friends to do it. And just by them doing that, we're going to hopefully generate, you know, tens of thousands of downloads and then they're going to give tens of thousands of dollars or a hundred thousand dollars to our organization. Mm-hmm. And uh, we get to do some good. So that's, that's kind of like why we wanted to put our name out there and start doing some stuff. But, um, me and Brian have been friends for some years. Uh, we met in the, uh, kind of interim. If I remember correctly, Brian had left corn and was just doing love and death and touring and, um, sleeping giant was playing some festivals. And that's when we first crossed paths is, uh, we kind of loved the way that he, I know, I remember me and my homie, Eric, like we both said that we both really loved the way that he appreciated Jesus. Like he just, he, the way that he carried the Holy spirit and the way that he, he just seemed to like be about it. Mm -hmm. And it was so refreshing because of just sort of all the things that we'd seen touring on the road and, and being around a lot of other Christian bands. Um, it was just nice to feel like we met almost like a kindred spirit and um, the notoriety surrounding him leaving corn and just being a part of one of the biggest rock bands in the whole world. And then becoming a Christian, you know, that went before him. And so just to get to meet him and actually see him and connect as like a, like brother to brother, you know, in, in more of like a kingdom reality was so powerful. And we just, we had a lot of joy when we met him. And then just over the years, it was just tight to like run into him and connect. And so, um, I'll let him speak to when he first heard about run against traffic and, and what I was doing personally. Um, but he's been a proponent since then. And, um, that started in 2000 and and really like 2018 is really when that kicked off. And he's been kind of a a supporter and encouragement to me and Chrissy green and our family and, and all the, all the, the people that are supporting us. And so 
anywho, he's been awesome. He's been a homie for a while. And, uh, when this promotion came about to partner with like a, um, like a social media app that was potentially going to do some good, uh, he, I don't know, he, he putting his name out there has been a huge like boost and encouragement for us. So, mm-hmm. um, I'm super appreciative to him as a friend, but I'm also super appreciative of him. Um, I don't know, supporting us again and, and I don't know, just putting himself out there like that. So that's what brings us to today. Awesome. And yeah, Brian, do you want to just speak a little bit to, to how you joined up with Tommy? Yeah. Like Tommy said, I met him way back in, uh, you know, I forget what he said. Uh, it was 2007-ish, uh, 8-ish, 9-ish, probably 2009-ish. And um, <laughs> just I loved what they were doing with Sleeping Giant. I loved their passion for, uh, you know, just um, the Lord and, and, and really, like, encountering the living God who that's what it's all about for me. It's like if it was dead religion, I would not you know, I would not be here right now. I wouldn't have lasted, you know, but, uh, it was, it's about like really having a relationship with Christ and, and they were Mm -hmm. all about that. And I loved it. And Mm -hmm. I just wanted to get out there and do the same thing. And I saw some people that were doing it, you know, just like I wanted, I wanted to freaking leave everything and join sleeping giant. Just to, <laughs> Dude, that would have been so sick. No, yes, a bad idea. Sick. It would have been really, really bad. I'm so glad you did what you were doing for crying out. Well, just because the Holy Spirit was like all over it so powerfully, you know, it was just like whoa. But then, um, yeah, then we just stayed in touch, you know, because I I really respect uh him and his friends, you know, and I got to know them, and we stayed in touch. And next thing you know. Um, years down the line, I hear now, Tommy. It's irunagainsttraffic.org. Yeah, I think it's irunagainsttraffic.com. Yeah, yeah, it's irunagainsttraffic.com. So, uh, <laughs> I heard that Tommy was doing it and he was just gonna go for it, he was just gonna start running until he got, some yeah, I was, that was people so cool. to respond to the horrible nature of human trafficking. And I'm just like, dude, here he goes again. You know, just being Tommy, and I freaking <laughs> love it. And immediately, I go, I'm going. I'm going. I don't care where he's at. I'm going to 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 walk with him or like support him. And man, I'm gonna go run against traffic with Tommy. I have to go. I love this guy's heart and just uh, boldness. So I called him up, and I was like, I'm, I'm coming out. And and when I finally got there, I saw Tommy. He was just like, he looked like Forrest Gump. And uh, <laughs> remember Forrest Gump when he was like running forever, and then his hair grew long, yep. and his face was all sunburned. <laughs> Iconic. Like his face, his face was cracked and sunburned, and just red, and and he was broken. He was breaking slowly, but but surely. And uh, next thing I know, um, I I find myself walking against traffic because I can't run, but uh. <laughs> but when I got up with Tommy at that point, he was pretty much walking because it, were you running earlier in the day and then walking later in the day? What, how'd that go? Yeah. Just depending on how my body was holding up the first, like I do it in sections of like three hours, um, with breaks in between. So I'd like jog for three hours and then I would like walk for a couple hours and then we'd stop for lunch. And then, so it was, I, for a while there, I was so broken down 
that I could only walk. And so that's when it would be like a three hour block of walking was about 10 miles. And so if I could do three, three hour blocks walking, I could hit my mileage goal, which was 30 miles a day. So when Brian showed up, I was like so relieved and encouraged that I think I just, I probably just walked to just to hang out with him more to be like, dude, I'm so glad you're here. Moral so anyways, support, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I was just, I was just walking and, and, uh, ha- we had some homies there, but it was just so, I was so encouraged, um, that he, that he was there. So we just walked and like, uh, you know, just kind of like talked and, and sort of shared as we were going and it made the days go by like really mm. cool. He was there for two days. So how long were you out for when you did that? Oh yeah, dude. In- initially the goal was, uh, to do a marathon a day for two weeks. And so it was going to be 30 miles a day for two weeks, but I got like five days in and I was, I broke down, like my left side kind of fell apart. And so I lost a couple days. So it was, it ended up being about 30 miles a day. Um, I got busted up in the middle. So it took like 17 days. So it was wow, just, a, it was just over two weeks. Is so, your body still recovering? <laughs> yeah. I, I think really? in some ways it did change. I think it did change. Um, I, I think it did. I think really? it did kind of a, yeah, a little bit. I, I, wow. And part of that's just, uh, um, I can feel that it took a toll and especially kind of on, uh, the way that I stand when I go to the gym and do certain mm-hmm. things. Now I'm aware that yeah, I, I don't know. Anyways, I've I've rehabbed pretty good, but I do know that that was that was a lot. <laughs> so your your stage dive days are done. No, never. Come on, man. that's fine. That, I just jump and everybody else holds me up. That's yeah. like super easy. <laughs> that's like true. that's that's not a big deal. That's not like walking forever. So it's cool. I was blown away, and by just uh, you know, there's a couple friends, some family out there, his kids and wife. I tell everybody they're just amazing, and they were like you know, uh, driving, they would, we wouldn't see him for a while. Then they drive by and, and give him some nutrition and some water, whatever. And, uh, it was just awesome. It was really cool. I love the, uh, the purpose behind it. And, you know, I just, I want it to grow. Well, you know, I just want it to, to just keep growing year after year. And that's what, um, that's why we're talking to you. you know? <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I can, man. Tommy, for those who uh, are kind of unfamiliar with I Run Against Traffic, uh, could you uh, talk about what your organization does? Yeah, for sure. So what I mentioned before, um, me and Chrissy, when we, we were first connected with this problem, what we saw was uh, when people got out of like the danger zone, um, stuff fell apart when they were getting kind of healed. Mm-hmm. And so I'll say it like this, like I, I wrote an article earlier today, you know, there's a story where a dude gets healed um, in the book of acts and it says he's, he's what he, he ends up walking and then he ends up leaping and then he ends up praising God. And then he goes into the temple with the others. And so what you see in that story is like walking, leaping, praising and in community. And so, um, to be walking, to be physically healed, to be leaping, to be like emotionally restored, and then to be praising God, like let's say spiritually healed in some way, and then to be going with them. And so to that process, when you've been totally shattered and manipulated and lied to and broken physically and manipulated sexually and addicted for years or whatever the situation is, you're forced 
to do labor for years. You've, you've had your passport and your identity stolen and you've been mm. made to work for extended periods of time. You've been used like a machine instead of a person, instead of an image bearer to slowly be physically healed and emotionally healed and spiritually aligned. And then to be brought back into safe relationships with people. That's a long-term process. And that's, mm -hmm. that's the long road of actual full healing. And so it's really um, the problem that run against traffic is, is seeking to, resource is run against traffic's goal is to create a big war chest full of money and resources to get to all the people that are building aftercare homes, setting up aftercare programs and putting broken lives back together again. Here's the mm. stark reality. If you were to save all the people caught up in human trafficking in America, there's not enough places for them to go. Wow. So they're all going to, a majority of them are going to go right back into it. Um, and that's, that's humans. That's just people. And so until there's enough places, we can't even begin to think about really what the healing could look like. Mm. So our role at Run Against Traffic is to create enough money and enough resource that we can help fund long-term aftercare in America as people build it out so that we can rescue and recover more and more souls from this like horrific crime. So our goal is to run, build community, raise money, and write checks. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. All the other guys are doing counseling, addiction counseling, physical therapy, emotional counseling, spiritual healing, community involvement, holistic care. Like the pros are going to do what the pros do. Our job at Run Against Traffic is to get people involved and get resources to the good guys. So that's what we're doing with Run Against Traffic. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I, I feel like human trafficking is one of those issues in society that people just don't talk about, either because mm -hmm. they, it's too dark, it's too scary for them to talk about, or on the other hand, they just don't know about it. And mm -hmm. um, I feel like it's kind of swept under the rug. So it's so awesome to see you uh, being such a voice in, uh, for change uh, with, with that issue in society. Mm -hmm. That's interesting yeah. you say that. We talk about it a bit. I feel like Brian and me doing stuff together. It's coming up a lot. I, I, I do wonder, I don't know, Brian, why do you think, I don't know if I view it that way, but I'm also in it, right? Like, so for me, I feel like, I don't know if it's, see, I see it swept under the rug. I think it's really complex and I think it's connected to a lot. Mm -hmm. And I think within that a lot, there's stuff that people don't want to deal with because it's ultimately like a, it's a heart issue or it's how we relate to one another or it's personal freedom or it's sex positivity or it's whatever it is. Like there's a lot of stuff in there. I don't know, Brian, what do you think, man? What do you, when he says that, like stuff that's like swept under the rug, like why do you think it is that people don't necessarily talk about it or it's not? Well, first off, do you feel like it's not as well known? And then two, why do you think people don't want to talk about it? I'm wondering if it's like just people don't – it's so far detached from them and their world and their family and mm -hmm. friends that they maybe don't know anybody at all that have fallen into that, you know? And mm -hmm. so it's just like, oh, that's other people or, you know, that's a yeah. different society, you know, or that's – so they don't really know how to help or – you know what I'm saying? I just wonder. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Do you, I think I think that's I think that's right on. I, you know what that makes me think of is uh. So a lot of times you see it in movies, it's like the saloon, right? And there's like 
all the women that you can order and prostitution and that kind of thing. And it's almost like in, in other countries, you go to a bar and they're all there and you can just like order an escort for the night. And in America, I know it does look different. Um, but I use this story pretty often when I talk about it. And so Sean or Chris, like, this is what I would say to most people in America that are like, mm-hmm. I don't even know if that's even happening here. Um, is that my, my daughter, uh, my oldest daughter was about 15, 16 years old when we first got involved in this. And when I met with a coalition of people that work in the human trafficking space in Utah, the attorney general's, uh, office and some caseworkers and some other activist groups. And, um, one of the caseworkers said, uh, what high school does your daughter go to? And I told her the name of the high school and she said, yeah, I have four open files on kids that have been trafficked at your daughter's high school. And so I just want to let you, and I just live in like a normal city in Utah, you know, Mm -hmm. like I'm, I'm just normal Mm -hmm. place. And the reality is it just looks different and it's connected to poverty. It's connected to probably people, it's just people's issues. And so, you know, in other places it's a bar and it's a, it's an empowered woman trying to make her living or whatever. It can look like a teenage kid that's given herself to an older boyfriend and that boyfriend is using her, um, to make money. It can be a relative putting a son or a daughter out and prostituting them for money and then having them at home at night. So it doesn't look like a bar. It, it could be any number of things. So it's, it's complex in how it looks, but it, I just want to say this, especially because I think you bring up a good point, Sean, is just like, it's happening here in America Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's happening in labor where people are forced to do work in horrific conditions and they can't get out. And it's happening in sex trafficking with people that are being led. And, and the real, the real signs, if you do the research and stuff is force, fraud, or coercion. Mm -hmm. And those are the things that lead everyday people into these horrific situations is they are forced into it. They are lied to, or they are manipulated into it. And all three of those things are happening to people in labor and in sex trafficking. Mm. Um, but it's happening here. So that's a good point. It's like, yeah, Brian, like it's far away. And, and I hope so. Most people want their, wa- their families, their children to be safe from this kind of stuff, but it's happening at their high schools. It's happening on the streets around you. And it's a problem, but it's a problem that if we look at it, we can address, we can, we can see it, you know? Um, so that's it's important gotta, to know. Yeah, that's why we got to look at it and we got to, learn about it it's just it's just an ugly fact um you know of a maybe a small percentage of humanity that that uh wants to be involved in that you know and it's just like so ugly that people maybe want to pretend that it's not happening or not happening as much as it is you know just because Mm -hmm. i mean you can bring depression on people it can bring fear it could bring Mm -hmm. you know a hopelessness for humanity it can you know, all kinds of stuff. So, you know, people want to stay in their safe bubble. You know, they they don't want to run to the, the problems to solve, you know, which mm. I mean, I'm talking about in general. So hopefully yeah. more people will get more bold and and really understand that we're given only a few decades on this planet and we need to, like, run to the problems and try to make a difference while we're here. You know, we're too busy. Mm. We're too busy trying to, trying to build our, our happiness, you know, and that's fine. Not that should be a number one goal too, because, you know, or, you know, top, top three, you know, but uh, it's not about, (laughs) it's not all about us. That's what I'm trying to get at. You know, I'm saying like, 
you need to have like proper self-love and self-care to to feel like healthy inside so that you can go out and want to help others but there's a balance yeah. you know what i'm getting at yeah yeah i think so too i was talking with a therapist out here um who's just a dear friend and he was talking to you guys you know um we're talking about trauma we're talking about the complexity of trauma and if someone's in an abusive relationship or they don't have a safe place to sleep at night it's very difficult to deal with the deep heart emotional issues that they're dealing with because they're living in crisis at the moment and so they, they call it almost like the hierarchy of needs and if they're the hierarchy of needs aren't being met adequately it's very difficult to bring healing to people mm-hmm. and so to take some of these people that are in the midst of trauma and think that just like with the snap of the fingers, they're just going to figure it all out. Mm-hmm. That's not a patient or trauma-informed way of looking at people. And I think Jesus is really cool in that he's patient. He's really patient with us. And I think if we can model that in our worldview, we'll be kinder to each other. But then too, we're not going to set all these weird timelines on people coming out of horrific circumstances you know what i'm saying and so i'm almost hoping that by being kind to these people that are souls that are just like us maybe it will help bring a bit more empathy and compassion to the world or at least our world right like so Mm -hmm. this is also about like hey everybody like this is happening to everyday people and it's going to take everyday people getting involved to actually bring the answer and that's partly why we're hoping through through building community, through getting everyday people involved, running, walking, joining the team, buying some gear, like just being a part of the, the solution um, that we can begin to see it like in the light. And then it just gets easier to talk with your kids, right? Like, what are the conversations like? Are any of your friends depressed? Is anybody at your high school struggling with addiction right now? What do you think's going on with them? Like, we are really the first and last kind of line of defense for a lot of this stuff. You know what I mean? Is there anything that you want to ask? I'm trying to think. I want you guys to get a little bit more time with Brian before I got a dip. That's my thought. Cause I could just talk the whole time. <laughs> Are you guys cool to talk a little bit about music for, for a few minutes? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Um, so I wanted to talk about a little bit about Holy Name, a little bit about Love and Death. And then I mm-hmm. wanted to ask you guys what um, what your favorite songs by each other's projects are. I thought that would be Yeah, because apparently Brian is a huge Sleeping Giant fan, or at least was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure people are dying to hear what your favorite Sleeping Giant song is. <laughs> Dang, that's why my Holy Name one. song. That's crazy. Ooh, Tommy, let Tommy go first. My favorite, I'm, I'm going to say it like this. Okay. So my favorite corn song. Okay. Somebody somewhere. Brian, is that the right one? It's got the super heavy breakdown at the end. Yeah. Somebody, someone, somebody, someone. That's it, dude. That's the one, dude. I'm I'm trying to think of the, uh, it reminds me of disembodied. It was so heavy. When I saw the video, I flipped out. I remember thinking, oh my God, oh my God. And I was just with Eric Gregson and we were just talking about this on the sidewalk about how heavy your band is live and how you guys are incredible live. So that would be my favorite corn song. Um, my favorite love and death song. Come on, bro. Um, dude, I'm drawing a blank on the name. Sing it for us. <laughs> sing it. Tommy loves to sing on interviews. Dude, shut up. You guys are blowing it. Hold on. You're... Ah! 
Gosh darn it. Paralyzed chemicals. Yeah, that's it. It was it. Uh chemicals. That's that's that one. Is that the one with the Jenna? Chemicals. Yeah, that's the oh, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, I've got your voice going through my head right now. Okay, I'm moving on. We're moving on. Sorry. Dude, it's that's all it. Good. Chemicals. Chemicals is good. Paralyzed is pretty tight. What was the last single that you released um, in 2020? Uh Oh, Down? Down! I love that. I like that. <clears throat> yeah, I played that on a couple of runs. Like, I repeated that a couple times. That one's tight, too. But your guys' tone is so sick. So me and good. Rookie... Me and Rookie from from Sleeping Giant, he'd be like, I don't I don't know how they do it. It's so heavy all the time. I'm like, it's this pedal that they have. They have this pedal. And it's like always, but I don't know which one it is. So, you know, it's cool. I'm Dude, it's all, it's all freaking uh, electronics, man. All you got to do is just, it's all, it's all cheating. You get a guitar, then you plug it in, and you plug it into the wall. Yeah. And you amplify it yeah. with different pedals. Down was not like I like down. I'm gonna I'm gonna say down. Down. Yeah. I listened to that song a bunch of times. It's a great Anyways, track. Okay, keep going. Okay, so Brian right. was in a hardcore band. He doesn't know what all these special. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so did you figure out what okay, your favorite so, Sleeping Giant song is? Well, I'm going Holy Name because okay, Sleeping Giant is no more. It's true. Oh. It's true. Dang. Dang. Okay. We have to let. But Preach Core lives. Preach Core lives. <laughs> it does a little bit. Preach Core is actually a slamming song. Uh, mm-hmm. That's a song, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Uh, that was on the last Sleeping Giant record. But um, Fall to Your Knees. Is that how it is on Holy Name, Mr. Tom? Yes. Fall on Your Knees, dude. Whew. Yeah, original. That one gets me. It's like eight minutes or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's that it's that drone, dude. It's that holy yeah. drone, bro. You can just kind of get lost in a dude, little bit. That's the point. Aaron lead the, the lyrics are uh, lead us onward hmm. through the desert, through the valley. I will trust in you. It's hmm. just like when I when I listen to it, I just I see back my my. Uh, you know, journey of mm. past sufferings and what I went through, you know, a lot of tears and um, I don't know, just lead us onward through the valley. I just, it hits me. I'm just so like, good. Wow. It's Aaron, like Cra- getting- Aaron Craner. Shout out Aaron Craner. Rev Shout out to Aaron Craner. Rev but uh, it's just, oh my gosh. It's just like, it's deep. And it's uh, mature. I feel like it's spiritual maturity. You know, it's just like, mm-hmm. you know, th- though you slay me, I will praise you. You know that there's a verse. Mm-hmm. It feels like God's slaying us, but he's just training us, you know, Amen. and he's forming yeah. Christ in us through sufferings. And that song makes me think of that. That's so, so dope. Um, That's great. That's awesome. Um, One quick question before we let you guys go. I wanted to ask you guys this. Um, For someone who may be listening to this who may not be a believer or who may be struggling in their faith, what would you say to that person who wants to follow God but they don't – they're they're searching, they're lost, Mm. they're afraid to come to God, to come to Christ? What would you say to that person? I would say 
that um, somewhere around two-thirds, three-quarters in the New Testament was written by a man who was helping to kill Christians. He was, he was persecuting Christians to their death, he confesses, in the New Testament. And God said, come to me. I love you, and I'm going to form my son in you. So it's it it's not like this, but it seems like the worse you are, sometimes God like likes to choose you more because He likes to show off how oh. kind He is. He's just so mm-hmm. kind and so like it's not about our works, either good Amen. or bad. All He wants is a willing yes for us to say mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. And I would say, just don't give up. If you're in that spot out there, just get back up, man. And and just, it's it's totally open for you to walk into God's heart right now. And you can go mm-hmm. at your own pace. You can go quick like I did. I went like, I went addicted to meth to addicted to the God's Holy Spirit. I was like, mm-hmm. I want it all. Give it to me all. And that's a lot. Most people aren't like that. You know, they can come in slower and, and go at their own pace, but. I will say that if you stick with it, you will become better at every um, everything you do in life will become better. You know, mm. this day I'm a better father, better friend, better musician, better uh, son, better better everything. You know, businessman, whatever you can minister. Mm. You know, it's just increase. You just keep increasing when you're with God, and um, you grow in holiness. That's what I would say. It's only- yeah wow awesome that's really encouraging brian that's good man can i add a can i add a thing go ahead God, yeah, sure. i don't know man b that was Add. that was tight bro that was tight i would I've, i'm wondering if um if this is of any value to anyone that's in that spot i would just say i would say that there's a lot of people in the world that are terrified um terrified to be seen for who they really are and there's a lot of people that are really intimidated by belief and and so what i'm trying to say is you may be having some struggles in your own life and you may you may feel like man i don't even know and i want you to hear about like what brian just said this like invitation that it it doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter where you've come from. It doesn't matter what's been done to you. It doesn't matter all these other circumstances. Like you're a, you're a child of the creator and he loves you. But I would also just say, don't let this BS culture intimidate you from being loved by God. And mm-hmm. don't ever be ashamed that you have a spirit and something inside of you is breaking open because you don't know what you're looking for. It's the, Mm. it's God. And, and the whole culture that surrounds us is trying to fill that God space with everything else. And it sucks and it doesn't work. So if, if any part of you is intimidated or embarrassed, I just want to give you permission. You should just join us because we're not ashamed of you. And Jesus Mm. isn't ashamed of you. And Mm. like, it makes me cry. He'll never, ever be embarrassed of you loving him. Don't ever be embarrassed of loving Jesus. Don't ever be embarrassed of him. He's not ashamed of you in any way. And this whole kind of world has got so much shame. They just don't know what to do with love like that. Mm-hmm. So you should just come because it's awesome. 
Oh man! Wow, <laughs> Brian, learned, right? Like that's good, man. right? Like, dude, Brian. Come the on, day man. I learned that I don't care if anybody was going to laugh at me, that's the day I became free, mm. or known Jesus. You know, I was like, wait, I don't care. I don't got to put up this front anymore. Come mm. on! I just want, I just want to be mm. totally at peace within myself when no one's around. I want peace. Yeah, and. That started the journey when I let go. I was like, I don't care. Yo. Yo, that's a banger. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Come that, on. That's amazing, guys. Thank you so much. Yes. I'm going to say this before you guys go, okay? I want okay. you guys to set up your – I want you guys to set up an account for your podcast and all your stuff on Pivot. And my invitation is make it special. Make it different than whatever you're doing on YouTube or Instagram or Facebook. Like, please yes. m- make it fun. Maybe make it unique in some way. That's almost what I'm hoping will happen mm-hmm. for a lot of people that mm-hmm. do content is that Pivot will become a space for content creators and musicians and stuff where you get to start again and um, yeah. you get to make it special. So, you know, please, please take some time building that out but make it something that is maybe a little different than these other guys. Cause I think that's part of what we want to do. So I'm, yes, you know, for sure. Um, I just it, actually made mine like an hour before this. <laughs> I oh, thank you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Make it available in Canada. So I can do that's going to be, um, I think right at the beginning of February, it'll be Canada, Mexico. And the oh, rest. so okay. it's a little bit out. And again, we're at the beginning of the journey, yeah. but, um, if you guys can, please, uh, keep plugging that for us you know even for oh, yeah. the, before mm-hmm. the episode like hey before we- oh we lost oh, <laughs> oh well Bye, <laughs> I, I hope we- <laughs> good to see you bud <laughs> oh man yes, how long have you guys been doing the podcast um so we've been doing this podcast august? um we started July. it in august yeah august. i think it was august of the first episode yeah, yeah. I, I'm not sure if you're familiar with what Kingdom Core is. So I run a page on Instagram. It's called Kingdom Core, and it's just a hub for Christian rock and Christian metal. I post all about like the big bands that are like in the mainstream Christian rock scene, and down to like the little small guys that are playing for five people. And it's really a ministry. It's uh, to share uh, share the love of Christ through heavy music to people who have been cast out by society uh, because they they're into this niche this genre or um, people who are unbelievers who, uh, who like metal and who have never heard Christian metal. So it's really just an outreach on both fronts. And Chris, uh, he runs a ministry called for the rock. You can talk a little bit about that. And we partnered up to do this podcast. I'm just the copycat King of Court. No, I'm just kidding. I do, I do a very similar thing, but um, yeah, on, on Instagram, just the way that platform is, I focus very much on the visual side of things. So I have a little tagline. It's like visual and audio art working together to illuminate the dark. Again, very Christ-centered, um, just on all the bands, up big and small, rock and metal. Um, but I also have a YouTube channel, which we actually host the video of this on, um, that I do like reaction videos and top 10 lists and, and that kind of stuff. Um, just building community through that. Awesome, man. I love it. Freaking uh, unique and different approach. I love it. Thank you. Thanks, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, God has really blessed it. 
Right on, man. I I just uh, I pray that it keeps uh, growing and the impact um, you just keep seeing increase because Lord knows it's going. It, everything's going digital. They're talking metaverse now. Everything's going to be. You know what I'm saying? It, it, this is yeah. the way we're going to reach people. Like out in mm-hmm. internet's been around for a long time, but like this shutdown like forced us into the digital world. Like Apple sales went through the roof. People are that weren't. All in are all in now. So just mm-hmm. yeah, keep growing your media platform, man. Thank you, man. Yeah, awesome. That's really encouraging. Yes, sir. Are you guys married? Yeah. Have kids or anything, you guys? We both got married to our respective wives, not to yes. each other, <laughs> last year. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I mean, like, it's how is I don't know what. <laughs> I was about to say we both got married last year, so I wanted to. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I said that once before, and somebody thought that we. Dude, that was awesome. Way. That was good. Chris, you got the end of year blooper reel. <laughs> so did you? Uh, did Did you guys have a double wedding or what? Like, <laughs> yeah. The no, I just got married back in. Yeah, I just got married back in May. Congratulations! And I was in a. Thank October. you. Um, that's the thing. We've never met each other. Um, yeah, I'm down in how... I'm down in Orange County, Southern California. So you guys never met face to face? Nope. No. <laughs> Dude, so closest. you guys last year, you guys were like, hey, sweetie, I'm bored. <laughs> <laughs> no, to your girls. You're like, you're like, honey, I'm bored. There's too much quarantine going on. You want to get married? <laughs> Is that what happened? <laughs> Pretty much. Kind, kind of. I actually, I, funny yeah. stuff. I met my wife at kind of a Sleeping Giant concert. Well, I met him. I met my wife at Face Him. Down. Him. <laughs> if it hurt. I met oh, okay. Her Is it really Chris? In 2017. <laughs> it's awesome. Well, congratulations to you both. Thank you so much for. for taking the time to come speak with us tonight. This was really, really a pleasure for us. That's it. Thank you guys so much for listening. It was such a great conversation with Brian and Tommy. Uh, thank you guys so much again for those two to come on and chat with us. It was an absolutely amazing conversation and such a blessing to us. And we hope it was to you guys as well. It was a little bit of an abrupt ending, but hopefully uh, everything that needed to be said <laughs> got put in. So yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Once again, go download Pivot. Go check it out. And uh, yeah, any anything else? Thank you so much to our core patrons on Patreon who donate $10 or more a month. Uh, number one, our brother Peter from Christian Metal Source. Go check out his YouTube channel for awesome Christian metal content. Mm-hmm. And Jonathan Lyman, thank you guys. Your support is very, very much appreciated. And with that, we hope and pray that this episode blesses you guys. And uh, we hope and pray that you guys have a great New Year's, that 2022 is uh, is a great year for you guys. Uh, Chris and I are going to be taking a little bit of a break during the first month or so of 2022 just to catch our breaths from uh, all the holiday busyness. And so uh, we're just so grateful and thankful for all of you guys being so receptive to this podcast, so supportive. Mm -hmm. It really, really, truly, truly means the world to us that you guys keep listening. We keep getting 
hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of listens per podcast, which to me still is mind boggling. So thank you for uh, listening, uh, helping us make it nine episodes since August. And uh, Chris, any final words? Thank you guys so much for the support. We hope you guys had a great Christmas, great New Year's, and we will see you in 2022. Peace. Peace.